Welcome to the Talking Solutions with the Chesh podcast. I'm your host, William Cheshire. Join me in learning about optimistic solutions to some of society's problems as we interview entrepreneurs, small business owners, and employees, among others, working to provide solutions and bring positivity into the world. Welcome into another edition of the Talking Solutions with the Chesh podcast. And this week, we are focusing on a little bit of some innovation in something that I hadn't really thought of before. So I'm really excited for this episode and and something that we can talk about to try to find this solution and how it's going to help kind of solve a societal problem. And that is the company Capture and CEO and founder, Kelly O'Brien. Kelly, how are you today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thanks for asking and thanks for coming on uh, the show today. Honestly, your product capture connects people with honest video product reviews. And I find that to be really interesting because in a day of influencers, a day and age of influencers, I should say, a day and age of people constantly being flooded with information about products everywhere, products this, it's a little difficult. Infomercial still exists, right? I mean, it's a little difficult to find great reviews and great product reviews that are honest and sincere. So I'm curious to see your definition of, of kind of how your product provides a solution uh, to a societal problem that we have. Yes, yes. And I'm so excited to uh, to talk to you about, about Capture. And when you go online, you really want to uh, be able to make an informed decision. But a lot of times when you're inundated with all of these different reviews and they have five stars and you don't know if it's an honest review, if it's a real review before you get ready to buy and make that product decision. And so um, I had the problem myself. And so I really sought out to, to try to figure out a solution to being able to have a place uh, that I could go and that everyone could go online to know that those reviews were going to be honest. And then you can make your informed decision from there. And as you mentioned, um, influencers, uh, they are huge. And so we wanted to be able to kind of connect with influencers because they build an audience and people come to really trust them. And so we built that into our solution for Capture. Yeah, which is fantastic. And I think a lot of the influencers out there today do try their very best to have some great and honest reviews. I mean, I've heard that a lot of influencers have, you know, credentials and things that need to be passed in order for them to actually promote a product or they have to have that product first to try it out before they're willing to do it. So I think um, creating a platform in a community like uh, via Capture as well will be something that a lot of people will respond to because when I heard about your platform, I was like, oh, I have that problem all the time. I'm constantly like, if I got to buy a TV, if I got to buy a, you know, a couch, a chair, whatever it might be, I'm the type of person that's spending hours looking at reviews. Oh, this one's good. What are the specs like? What are this? And so to, to have a platform that has the honest product reviews is going to be really helpful. So I'm curious to see and, and to hear because when I heard it, I was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, that works. What, what's been some of the feedback that you've been getting? Like, I'm sure you, you went out and tried to test uh, some of it to see if this is a plausible idea. And what type of feedback have you been getting? Yes. So we started, I started Capture at the height of the pandemic. Pandemic. And so I wasn't really able to go out into the community like I wanted to. But luckily, uh, there's social media. And so I was able to really join a lot of different online forums and talk to people about some of the pain points. 
And through just my conversations and research, I was able to find that people, they both need product reviews and they kind of want to rely on them, but they realize that they don't really trust them. And so it takes them longer because they'll see five stars on one website and then they'll see someone on a random post say, never buy this product. And then now they're confused um, and it makes it difficult to make that decision. I, I ended up throwing out like a question on Reddit where I asked people, you know, about product reviews and I asked them, you know, how would you feel if product reviews didn't exist? And the comments started coming in left and right. And someone actually said, I would feel both uh, disheartened and relieved at the same time. And I thought, wow, that's really interesting to see that you could feel both, um, both feelings um, simultaneously. And I realized the more that we drilled down into the why, it was because they didn't trust them. They needed them to make the decision, but they didn't necessarily trust the information that, that was given. Um, and so I realized that we could be that, that solution. And so I just uh, went on this journey to try to figure out how to solve this problem, not only for consumers, but also for myself, because it started with me. Yeah, of course. And, and definitely you want to focus. This is consumer oriented. It's consumer centric. The consumer is the ones that are spending all the money and sometimes, unfortunately, not getting a product that they were promised, especially in the day and age of, you know, drop shipping. I don't want to say all drop shipping. I mean, that's not totally bad, but again, it's, you know, third party and all that type of stuff. And again, the trust is hard to really get established there on that front. But I think for the influencers as well, I'd be curious to hear what they've been saying, because I think that it's something for them that probably will really help them, too, because I'm sure if sometimes if an influencer gets a good product, it works great for them, but they just happen to get the one good one and then all their followers get bad ones and then they get a bad rap and it's bad for them and their business as well. So what have been some of the things that the influencers have been uh, chatting to you about? So a great question. I think that from talking with influencers, I realized that they were going to be the key um, that was really going to drive capture forward. Uh, and from talking with them, they build an audience that really trusts them, whether it's through their YouTube vlogs or just their sharing their everyday life with their audience, even if they are a micro influencer. And I really love micro influencers because they have that small community that they go to and people trust them, they ask questions and they wanna get more information and they really engage with their audience and they take that seriously. And that was something I was able to find through talking with them. They will tell a brand, no, you know, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna do one take when I do this, this campaign or product review. And I'm gonna let you know if I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. But I'm not gonna tell my audience that I like something that I don't like. And I realized that was the key. Those, that was the group of people that I really needed to connect with to drive capture. Because when I talk to everyday consumers, they tell me, well, yeah, you know, I may get a product that I don't like, but I don't want to deal with the hassle of taking it back. And especially during the pandemic, it was just too crazy. So I have a bunch of crap in my place that, you know, I I'll never use, but it just is what it is. It's just collecting dust. And then from talking with the influence, I realized that they really help people make those decisions. And so I knew that I had to tap into that community and I had to build a platform that wasn't just for, for the consumer. Um, that was an important part of it, but it was also, it also needed to be a platform where our creators and influencers could monetize because this is a living for them. And I think people are starting to see that now with you know the buzz about the creator economy 
you have big brands, um, YouTube, you have Instagram, you have TikTok, all trying to pay creators for their work. And I think they're finally getting to a place where people see the value that they bring. And brands are able to say, oh my goodness, when this TikToker posted this uh, video about my product, the sales just skyrocketed. And so they do have that power, but they take their job and their profession very seriously. And so I've been excited. I've been attending their lives and getting to know them on the back end and just really being an audience member myself so that I can get a chance to see, well, what is it like? What do I feel when I'm with this person? Do I feel like I can make a, a product decision after spending some time with them? And oftentimes the answer is actually yes. I've actually bought, I bought a bed from uh, watching a, a vlog from an influencer and it was like, I was able to shop with her. And that was, I, and it took me forever. I wanted to buy this new bed frame, but I didn't know which one to buy. And I kept looking online, reading reviews. And finally I went through her vlog and I felt like she took me on this journey and I found the exact bed that I wanted. And I, I've never been happier. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I have a similar story. In fact, I can use this podcast as a perfect example. So the creator economy and everything, it's moving so fast and quickly, which is why I think your product and your and your business is, is really interesting with the timing of it, because I think it's coming at a great time for it as well. I, I'd be curious to see and, and to talk a, a little bit about what type of products you plan on offering, because obviously you could do all the products in the whole world. You could niche it down. You could do different categories. So what are, what are your ideas? Is it going to be a platform where it can be all products? Is it going to start with a little bit of a niche or, or what are you thinking on, on, on that regard? Great question. You know, I started with the products that I love the most. And so I found that when I first started out, I did a blog. And I did a blog of just all of my favorite products and, and even some product misses. And so I found that it, it went naturally into categories. So there was tech products that, that I loved and there's beauty products that I love and skincare. And I realized that, you know, I had brands that I had been with for a number of years. And so I was able to share that information. And so the more I talked with consumers and other people, the more I realized that they wanted it to be a little more broad uh, because there are certain sites where you can just go for skincare and you can just go for hair and beauty. But I didn't want to put us into a box. And that's why I wanted to build in a really great search engine into Capture, very similar to how Pinterest does. And you can type it in, you can find and kind of niche it down a little bit for the consumer. And so uh, we wanted it to, to have those broad categories so that anyone could feel confident in going to capture when they had a, a, needed to make a product-based decision. But also we would have influencers who are skilled in that area. So part of our platform really does highlight the influencer skills. So we'll have a section where we'll show, you know, I'm really great with lifestyle. I'm really good at skincare. I'm really good at all things tech or gaming. And then that way, the consumer can then niche it down and follow certain people based on certain categories. And then the consumer can also follow certain groups. So if you're a gym rat or a sneakerhead or something that you're really passionate about, you can follow those communities and get other recommendations as well. So we did keep it based on the, the category. And we'll get more feedback as once the app is, is, is developed and we can you know, have people let us know a little bit more, but we wanted people to have those categories and then they can tailor it down to, to the, the influencer and the person that they really trust. 
Absolutely. And as you mentioned before, you know, it's really hitting your stride in the pandemic and things of that nature as well. So there's lots of customer data, lots of customer feedback and pain points and things like that to learn about it and to adapt to going forward as well on that front. Another thing that I kind of found with it and something that I think could be interesting as well is in addition to just product reviews and stuff like that, could there be like a community forum or or something where people like you mentioned the sneaker heads or the gym rats? Like, could there be an option for those people to come together to follow those influencers in those specific niches and, and kind of create a, a little bit more of a, a social touch to it. Yes, yes. Uh, and I'm glad you brought that up because that is a part that's built into Capture around the communities that they can build. So they could build that community with other shoppers and people in there. I call them shopping buddies. So we all have those friends who we can go to and say, hey, should I buy this sneaker or that one? Or should I buy this or that? And so they can build their own community and have these little smaller niche type communities. And they can also follow the brands that really cater to that specific community. So I thought that that would be another way to to make the platform more relatable and more community focused. Yeah, I love that. It's especially the the relatable in the community. And when you make that comment about, well, the one person that you always kind of go to, like, I got those people. You know, I am poor when it comes to shopping. I'm very bad at it. Like, especially for clothing, not my thing. <laughs> Ain't my thing. Let me tell you. So, you know, I got a couple people that I look to and say, hey, you know, I, I need some new clothes. You got some recommendations and anything they so I got that trust because I know it works. So it's the same type of thing with your platform. If you get that community build, you'll get people online you're chatting with, following the same influencers, interacting with and comment, all that good stuff. So that's really cool on that front. I think that that's going to be um, a really useful part to the product and kind of solve that social aspect as well. Um, going back to something you said in, in a, a couple a couple answers ago, talking about just a, the creator economy and videos and marketing and all that things and all those things as well. I wish I had the stats in front of me, but I know that video marketing and I don't want to tell someone a wrong stat, so don't take this verbatim. But I think it's above forty percent or so of an increase in videos and content. And you're seeing that with Instagram's algorithm with Reels and uh, TikTok is huge. Video, video, video is everywhere with this kind of creator economy as well, and to bring those influencers over uh, to your platform. So, how much, I guess, from a business perspective, more of a business question, how much of that was looking at kind of some of that data about video marketing, about the creator economy? Uh, how much of that did that kind of influence and factor into your build and how you strategized how you're going to create this platform? It played such a huge role because when I first came up with the idea, I was really sold on video just from my own experience as a consumer. But then I'm a researcher, so I went to the data. And the first thing I found was Think with Google. And they talked all about how uh, YouTube, their number one category area was uh, around product reviews and dupes and unboxing. That was their largest category a a few years back. And so I realized that the majority of videos that people created was around that area. So that told me that there's a need for it, that people are really looking to the video because you want to experience the product. It's one thing when you see a written review, you kind of read it a little bit and you glance over and you keep going. You really kind of look for the stars and you see, oh, maybe it's five or is it four and a half? Maybe I'll read a little bit further. But when it's a video, you really feel like you can experience the product a little bit more. And so I knew from looking at the research, from looking at my own experiences and from talking with with others, I knew that video would be what was needed in order to have people make an even better and more informed decision. 
And so we knew that we wanted to go all video based for the most part, but still have that ability to have notifications and comments and chat with uh, the influencer and be able to get more information if you have specific questions. But definitely we knew that we that video was going to be the way everyone was going toward. Maybe you should get a uh, educational standpoint of this because I'm learning so much about my consumer habits, which led me down the rabbit holes of constant reviews, just reading and reading and reading and stars and never being able to make a decision video. That was the answer the whole time. So <laughs> <laughs> it can be a, a bit tricky on that front as well. So yeah, no, I think uh, that makes a lot of sense with the video to focus. And then obviously with the community platform as well, it, it kind of provides the best of both worlds with that kind of community touch and whatnot going forward with it. So Sticking kind of with the business theme of things as well, tell us a little bit about some of the processes that you've been going through, where the company is at now, what you hope to be kind of the next step in, in the long-term kind of vision uh, for Capture. Yes. So right now, so we've done a lot of research. We want to still get out and talk to more consumers, but we wanted to have a product, right? We wanted to be, you know, we didn't just want to talk about it. We wanted to share a product. So I'm so happy I just finished working with our UX and UI designer um, on the app. We worked about three to four months just trying to get it right, looking at the data, talking with people, making iterations. And so our next step right now, just looking at what we have built is to start looking for investors and really and not just looking for anyone. I've been doing a lot of research on who has invested in our category before, who would be a great partner, who would support with growth, who would take us forward and give us just that, um, that, that advisor that we would need to help move us forward. And so uh, we're looking to start raising, just finished my pitch deck and have everything ready. And I'm excited to really start meeting with investors to share a little bit more about Capture, our vision for Capture, where we want to take Capture. Uh, I've written a lot. I spent about, I started with Capture in the end of 2019, just with the idea. And I've literally been writing about and making uh, notes and changes and based on feedback for about a year. And, and in the same time, another additional year, just building it out and building out my blog and trying to build out my audience and letting people know what we're building. Love it. Yeah, that's that's the best part of, you know, building public, all that type of good stuff. You know, I know that's a big trend on uh, Twitter in the in the dev world. So that's certainly something interesting. And that's got to be exciting as well, especially to have the I would imagine kind of the prototypes and the wireframes kind of mapped out and having an opportunity to present those to investors. And, and then the next step forward with that money would be to obviously develop, you know, the full product. So very exciting. Congratulations on on reaching that point. That's very impressive. But um, kind of back to the product thing now to ask, uh, I guess, um, maybe some of the challenges that you're facing as well, because one one challenge that I can imagine is is the challenge that all of them face, and that's proving why your your platform will be full of just trust, which I'm sure you've thought about plenty. So curious to get your answer on that, and and what steps you're going to take that will establish that credibility and that trust for your consumers uh, and for those influencers, so that when they hop on, there is no doubt. It's just Capture is the place to go if you want to make sure that you're getting an honest product review. That's the million dollar question, because when I first started saying honest, 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 I realized that that was going to be a challenge. I saw that people did reviews across all types of social media platforms, but I realized that we needed to create our own so that we could start from scratch, we could set those community guidelines. And we also built in something in Capture called the Honesty Agreement, 
kind of similar to your academic agreement policies that you sign, but everyone signs it. Brands, um, influencers, shoppers, everyone is agreeing when you come into this community that you're going to agree to these this specific guideline. And then we also threw in some additional reminders because I'm a former teacher and I know you have to remind people of the expectations. Anytime you're posting a video, again, it pops up. Are you agreeing that this review is honest and, and, and you know, based on your the information that you have in your experience with this particular product and that pops up for everyone because shoppers can post video reviews not just influencers um shoppers can pro, you know post their reviews as well but we wanted to remind everyone and let them know that at this in this community we're going to give our honest opinion our honest feedback it may not have worked for this particular person and you want to kind of tell that why it's so that people can make an informed decision and so, uh, so we built in those mechanisms and then we'll test that out and just see how people react to it. Uh, and hopefully at some point we have more technology, more AI, you know, uh, uh, technology that can really kind of start tracking a lot of that. I know Yelp did a lot of that later on. They partner with some companies to get some more AI technology. And then also we're expecting our community like you to, to report. And if we see, for example, that a hundred people have posted that this product is is not the product, but then we start seeing these outliers. We'll be able to kind of go back and test and say, "Hey, you know, um, let's have a conversation around this because this seems to be really not the norm." And maybe get more information, especially if it's coming from one of our influencers, where they're really going to be, you know, a part of our growth in our community. I love that. Yeah. Having your own kind of influencers start out and kind of build that growth and make that kind of a, a hyper focus point of the product and the platform to begin with, I think is going to help alleviate some of those problems. Personally, I also think the fact that it's all video is going to be super helpful as well. I mean, it's a lot easier to kind of read through somebody a bit uh, via video versus through text and writing and stuff like that. So that's kind of an evolutionary kind of process as well on it. So I'm curious to to kind of get your take on on how things have evolved so quickly and whatnot, uh, just in terms of the creator economy, just in terms of, you know, gosh, you could really say within the last 10, 15 years or so, you know, the online reviews became essential. I mean, I, I think it's really interesting. So I would like to get kind of your prospect of what you think the future might look like for products in terms of reviews and things of that nature as well. Because again, like in the past, it was so much different with written and stars and stuff. But now everybody's doing video. Like, what do you think that kind of looks like your vision of that and how you plan to see capture long term? I think that um, videos are going to continue to be essential in, in the product review space and helping people make decisions. Um, you see a lot of companies even right now, they are really focusing in on live shopping. So not even just the tape review that you can post up, but now I'm live right there with you. One of the things I see, especially for Capture, is that we won't just help people make online product-based decisions. But for example, I envision you to be able to go on Capture, look up a specific review, have it be quick, because I think the difference between, I think, Capture and perhaps like YouTube and other platforms is that 
we want you to make a, a quick decision. We don't want to take up all of your time. You can definitely go to YouTube for a more in-depth and longer uh, review video. But a lot of times shoppers, they want to make that decision. And you might be in the store and in Target and you want to decide which vacuum to buy. And I want you to be able to, in the future, go and capture to be able to make that decision and see a quick video and go, oh, okay, I think this one will suit my needs. So I see video helping to support not just online shopping, but I see it helping to support in-person shopping as well so that people can have that trusted source and make those decisions rather quickly. I think that another advancement that you're, you're starting to see even right now, especially um, I know that Instagram is doing this and I know TikTok is probably not far along, where creators in the past, they've had to have all of these affiliate links and then they were promoted across all of their social platforms. I think that with those, those affiliate links, it, it makes it challenging to constantly keep promoting it across platforms because now you, want, you need to bring someone to a link to then shop that link in order for you to make a profit from it. Uh, one of the advancements that, that Capture is working on is to be able to have it built in. So no, no longer the need for, for the affiliate link. So for example, an influencer can post their video and we'll have that button where you can shop that video right then and there. And so that's going to require like brands um, to have their products uploaded, which is the part of that community. And then allowing the shopper to be able to make that decision and to have that sale go directly to that creator where they get a percentage. You, you'll start to see more of that and, and uh, no longer the need for just these separate links, just the brands coming into the community, offering their service right then and there and allowing the creator to be able to make that compensation right away and not taking people off the platform. I think you'll see more and more um, shopping directly on the platform versus having to leave off to go to a link. I think you'll see more and more of that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Eliminate that extra step that it kind of takes, which I'm sure loses people in the customer journey process, which isn't necessarily fair to the influencer, because I would also venture to guess that if that person is lost, they may not go back to that same link to buy the product. They may just go back to the URL, it's saved, boom, and then it doesn't quite count again, So, uh, or a different entry point. So that's really interesting on that front. You answered one of my questions um, kind of already as well, you know, with that future, the way it looks and the way you're going to differentiate yourselves against YouTube and some of the other platforms by the quick product reviews, because that's like I had mentioned, that was my biggest issue is I would take way too long to just go through articles. I want to know, snap of the fingers quick, you know, just, hey, this is good product. So I, I think that's going to be a really good one. I'm curious to see as well. And again, this kind of sticks to the focus of, of the, the outlook of the industry as a whole. How do you think this will affect brands moving forward? So, you know, if you have a product of a, um, I don't know, uh, we'll say a, a vacuum, for example, like you mentioned, and there's Hoover and well, frankly, that's the only vacuum brand I know <laughs> with dry, dry cell. I don't know, but whatever. You Dyson. Have the different brands. Dyson, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have the different, you have the different brands. How do you think that'll affect them, them in terms of product and, and their ability to build and ensure that the products that they are shipping out. I mean, I'm sure they all work very, very hard entirely to make sure the products are good. But some brands in the past, you know, they've gotten in trouble for producing products that just weren't up to, to par. But now I think with all these product reviews and people like you that are holding everything accountable to make sure that the consumer is getting a good product as well, how do you think that it'll affect the quality of products going forward? Because I personally, I would imagine that it'll probably uh, increase them. 
You know what? I think you're right. I think having more accountability from your audience and the people that you're creating products for, when you have these video-based reviews, you're really going to start to think about your consumer in a different way, in a broader way. I think that um, one of the things we've also built into Capture is product testing. And so I thought about it from the brand standpoint and not just necessarily giving a, a, an influencer uh, a free product and saying, promote my product, but really being able to, we've built in some analytics and some mechanisms within Capture where brands can connect with an influencer based on certain data and certain criteria, and they can hire them to do product testing. And so I think that that will be an important step for brands and not to say that they don't already test their product, but sometimes you haven't tested with a community that might be using a product that you don't know is using your product, especially happens in the hair care and beauty and skincare industry. And so I think that sometimes brands don't realize that I might be using their product and they didn't assume that I was using their product and I might love their product, but they don't know that because they haven't built that relationship with me. And I think with having specific influencers from across categories with their audience, they can test those products and provide them with that feedback. I think it would help a lot of brands. Uh, most recently, I think it would have helped Kylie Jenner, especially with her swimsuit line and a lot of the backlash that she has received from that line, being able to have that community where they could test your product for you and really give you that honest feedback. You can make those iterations before it fully goes to market. And so we want, we want it to be a support to brands as well as, of course, to our influences and, of course, number one, our shoppers. Yeah, I love that feature. Is that a feature that you kind of came up with at the very beginning when you were thinking of the capture thing? Or is that something that you learned from uh, doing your research with the customer data and the pain points and things of that nature as well, or, or trying to match brands? You know, Where did that kind of pop up in the process of, of the building of capture? It was a combination. So it started out with, I just wanted to be able to have a way for influencers to do campaigns because that's pretty much what you see across social media. But then the more that I started um, talking with influencers, finding out how they receive product, what is the expectation around the products that they receive? It wasn't a lot of expectation other than I really just want you to promote my product. And so I realized that there was a, there was a missing link there. There was a need for brands to be able to have access to influencers who could actually really provide them with honest feedback and that research part of it and how it could help their R&D. And so so I started to get to work with just thinking through after talking with uh, multiple influencers and talking with consumers and looking at how brands go about their product testing. And I realized that this could be a really great feature for brands. Um, it can help them to build relationships with influencers but then it can also give them that feedback that they may not they might not have received prior to that. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. That's a great feature, I think. I think that is something again that is kind of takes the next step, you know what I mean? Like it kind of goes that extra effort to ensure that hey, look, here's a customer segment that loves your product and you could make some adjustments yourself which is going to make your business better. Um make the influence better, all that good stuff going forward as well. So, I want to ask you as well from a consumer standpoint, from a founder standpoint as well. 
I'm sure you have a lot of favorite parts about Capture, but what's the one thing that Capture that stands out about Capture that you feel consumers can really, really, really love that may not be um, as obvious to the product? I think uh, two. Actually, I I have two things. <laughs> I'll let the it pass. First, two things. It's fine. <laughs> the first thing is that I really believe that shopping is social, and so I think that Capture provides consumers with a platform where shopping really is social and you don't have to make decisions in isolation. So I think that that community aspect of Capture, I think is super important. Uh, I tend to go to the mall and I'll people watch and just looking at, and I've even studied like the history of the mall, the shopping mall. And I noticed that when people are at the mall, they're really excited about the bags that they're carrying in their hand and you know, it, it brings a, just a sense of accomplishment that they, you know, got that product that they can't wait to try. And as people are walking by and you're like, oh, I wonder what she bought. And, you know, I wonder what he what he has. And so I think that Capture will bring that that social aspect of, of shopping and that community aspect of shopping for consumers. And I think that that's something I'm really, really excited about. But another thing I think that Typically, what happens um, across social media platforms is that you have to start all over. So you build, once a new platform comes up, you have to build from the ground up, getting your audience again on that platform. One of the things that I was really passionate about with creating Capture was to have your audience be able to, the audience you've already created and built, be able to be integrated into Capture. And so if you have an audience on Snapchat, if you have an audience on TikTok, Instagram, or what have you, YouTube, you're able to bring that audience to capture. And so um, I'm really excited about that feature. I think that that will be a huge hit for influencers, not having to start all over, but to be able to bring their audience um, with them into this new community. Absolutely. And I love the community aspect as well. I when I was looking at your product and we, you know, I talked before, that was definitely the thing that stood out to me as well. Because I think, uh, as you mentioned before, with the video, the feedback, the community being able to get that assurance from your online shopping friends and, you know, even your close friends um, from an individual person to person standpoint, but online too, I think that's going to be a huge hit and for the influencers. So the product itself certainly, I think, ticks a lot of the boxes uh, going forward with kind of this some um, revolutionary period that we have for shopping and that we have for reviews and whatnot. So I think that's really cool. But I'd like to know a little more about uh, you, Kelly, as well. So tell us a little bit about your background and tell us a little bit about why you you want to go out on this journey as an entrepreneur and as a founder, more especially, and and tell us a little bit about kind of how it started and, and how you got to this point. So I will say that I have been an entrepreneur since I was a little girl. I would come up with uh, businesses. My mom and I, as a little girl, I came up with a tablecloth business because I got tired of the tablecloth on the table shifting. And so we went to work and we made this tablecloth that didn't move. And so we were super proud of our uh, accomplishment. And that was just that spark for me. I knew that I wanted to create things for people that made them excited and happy and made their lives easier or better. And so over the years, I, uh, my background is in education. And so I spent a lot of my years supporting students. I'm a former school principal. And so, and I love doing creative things. I built a tech lab for my students not that long ago. 
And so I realized that I love when I'm creating, I'm at my best. And so I stepped, I actually stepped away from being a school principal to pursue capture full time because I'd always say to my students that if they're eighth grade culmination, you can do anything, you can be anything, you know, go after your dreams. And I realized that I needed to take my own advice. And so I stepped away after last school year and I decided that I was going to show my students, I was gonna do my best and I was going to pursue my dreams. And so I've had probably 16 other different uh, ideas uh, that I've started, stopped, started, stopped. But Capture was the one that, um, no pun intended, it really captured me. It really made me feel like I was at my best uh, creatively and I was solving a problem. And as a school principal, that's what you do. I solve problems all day, every day. Fantastic. I really love too the, you know, being able to discover that, hey, I'm the best when I'm creating things and I need to step away and show my students that as well. Like, hey, you can do anything. And I think that's really inspirational as well for the students going forward and inspirational to yourself, the family, the friends and the students around you. So I applaud you for that. I think that's fantastic uh, going forward. Um, Kelly, I, I want to give you an opportunity as well. I, I would love for you to explain how people can kind of come along for the journey, help you uh, as it goes, whether that might be a simple follow or a like on a social media platform, connecting with you personally, maybe being a potential user and all this type of stuff once that product is made in the future like how can people that are listening to this kind of follow captures journey follow your journey and be a part of it in the future yes and we would love to have you have you all follow us on this journey you can um, find us on our blog which is uh, www.capture.com and that's k-a-p-s-h-u-r-e so you can follow us us there. If you have a video product review, you can actually submit them on the blog and get a chance to be featured on Capture. If you're an influencer, definitely reach out. We'd love to get to know you. Uh, you can also um, submit any of your TikToks or any of your YouTube videos, and we can feature you as well, um, your product reviews on Capture. So that's one way across all social media, you can find us at Capture INC. So we're everywhere uh, and we'd love to have you all uh, follow us and join us on this journey, provide any feedback. Later on, we'd love to reach out and have you test our app and give us feedback uh, as we build uh, Capture for you. Love it. And of course, we're going to have all those links available on our platform as well on our Instagram in the, the link tree below, or I shouldn't say below. I'm so used to uh, doing my own videos, recording them, you know, link and bio, hit the comments below, but uh, in the in the link in the profile. So uh, you can definitely uh, find all those links there as well. If you're looking to get involved in Capture, whether you're an influencer, whether you're a potential customer or consumer, or whether or not you just uh, enjoy the product and want to want to listen in and find out what's going on. So good stuff there, Kelly. I, I know that obviously you're, you're in the investment part where you're trying to look for investment as well, but do you have a, a potential uh, outlook for when you would like to be able to launch that app, a, a rough ballpark? Yes. So I've been told so far from some wonderful, wonderful engineers that it can possibly take anywhere from six to nine months to create. So next summer, that would be the ultimate goal. Uh, and if before that, that would be even better. But we want to build a really great product and make sure that you have something that you can really depend on. 
Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The engineering process, I can attest to that. That takes a good amount of time to develop things of that nature as well. But um, very, very, very great stuff, Kelly. Uh, I want to ask before I let you go, is there anything else that you would like to add about Capture? Anything people should know or anything about yourself that, that you want to add um, so that uh, the people listening can, can learn more? I just want to let everybody know that no matter what, definitely follow your dreams. Don't give up. Don't leave this life without having known who you could truly be. And so, and that's a model, that's something that I'm really following after. And so I hope that whatever businesses, whatever dreams that you might have, that you go out and you follow that and that you follow us along our journey. I'd love to be a thought partner. I'd love to be a champion and a supporter of things that others are creating. So if you're another founder, definitely reach out to me. I'm here to support and to champion you along the way as well. Wonderful life advice from someone that's following those principles as well, you know, pursuing the dream and going after it and leaving it forward. So I think that's fantastic. Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciated it and I've enjoyed uh, this conversation. So thank you so much. Thank you, too, and you have a great rest of your day. That's Kelly O'Brien. She is the founder and CEO of Capture, connecting people with honest video product reviews. You can look for that application to hopefully come out by next summer, roughly, but you'll be able to get a better idea if you just follow along the journey on the social medias. Again, we'll have that available for you on Instagram. You can go to their website right now, though. That's capture.com. That's K-A-P-S-H-U-R-E dot so again, thanks so much for tuning in to this edition of the Talking Solutions with the Jesh podcast. As always, appreciate your support. If you enjoyed this episode and the podcast itself, you can leave a review on Apple. Be much appreciated and give us a follow on our social media platforms. That includes Instagram, uh, Facebook, and YouTube as well. So that's going to wrap this edition up. As always, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening to the Talking Solutions with the Chesh podcast. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode, and you can find out more about our featured guests and their solutions on our Talking Solutions podcast Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube channels as we focus on highlighting individuals providing solutions to social problems and bringing optimism to the world.